Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Howdy, folks. Saxy Maxi here. DJs, it's time to talk about the Absolute Betting Degeneracy Book Club. Do y'all want to see the other nuts, bets, and even parlays? The DJs bet? Have you ever wondered how these folks make up for their bad beats? Well, that's what the book club is for. By joining our Patreon for just 35 real fast bucks a month, you can see all of the other wackadoodle bets that we make on a daily basis and chat with the truest of DJs. We have a private Discord server full of everything from Sex Panthers college basketball plays to Arches CSGO winners. Click on the Patreon link in the podcast description and join us for complete and total degeneracy. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Howdy, homies, and welcome to Max Ass NFL. My name is Saxy Max, and today I'm joined by a Max who's excited to finally get Sundays off in just three weeks. It's Mad Max. Mad Max, we've only got three Max Bet NFL show left this NFL season. How are you doing? How are you feeling about that? I mean, I like I like how you just you just casually said Max Ass NFL. Just, yep, just I, casually, yeah, casually, you know. just threw it right in there. Just squeezed it right in. I'm, See, I'm, I feel like I, I feel like you're leaving population out now. The, it's the population's fault for not being part of the book club. Well, I they feel, really I should. I feel like you're making inside jokes that some of our listeners not, might not get. Well, you uh, know, if, if you don't get, if you feel out of the, cl- <laughs> if you feel out of the club, you know, uh, everyone hates Wentz.com in three free days. Just saying. Uh, I I was uh talking about how i have now done 19 straight sundays and because the other guys were complaining about weekends and i was like fuck you guys i've done 19 straight sundays where you guys have had off for a couple of saturdays now and i mean your panther likes to call me part-time max but i mean how many fucking trips to vegas has he fucking took like seriously and he's going to vegas again soon so he's gonna miss some fucking time well it feels like panther needs to prove citizenship in vegas in order for him to kind of uh you know have some sort of ownership over that Vegas team, especially as he continues to hop on the Bengals bandwagon. Yeah, I ex- thank you. I was about to say the same thing. It's like, well, he 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 definitely is a true fucking Vegas uh, fan because he threw the Raiders under the bus and fucking right. moved past them really quickly. Right, because because he doesn't live in the city. Because yeah, he's, right. yeah that's why he's a Vegas fan. Ugh. Yeah, he's a tourist just like the rest. Yeah, exactly. Well, actually, you know, speaking of tourism, it, this has been a whirlwind of a week for me. After we recorded yeah. the podcast last week, Sax Kitten and I headed to the airport uh and we were feeling it we were feeling pretty shitty we were we stopped at what was pretty much the only available food location in the airport which was a bubba gum shrimp mad max no, and, uh, no are you fucking uh, really not really? joking that, you. that's what's in the airport there at in Puerto Vallarta, Puerto Vallarta oh airport bubba gum shrimp so yeah exactly so we got a nice traditional uh fish meal no, um, well, there's a lot of, there's obviously quite a lot of, of vegan <laughs> options for the sex kit, you know, and the bubblegum shrimp, but uh, it will come as no surprise to you that there was a photo uh, of just a bucket of clam chowder on the menu that was just a little bit too much for both of us um, when we were sitting down at the table, but we survived, we survived and made it, we got home, uh, but we got home, 
to the news that Sax Kitten had to have arm surgery on uh, Monday. So she had surgery. She's been a trooper this week. Uh, it, but it's been, it's been a whirlwind. So we've been putting her up, eating a lot of ice cream, and watching a lot of Simpsons. So Mad Max, I was going to ask you, are you familiar? I know you're familiar with the medical field in general. Have you had any surgeries here in your adult life that you've been put up for? I got two, and, and, and I'll, I'll talk about the two stories real quick. The first one is, you know, I had to have my wisdom teeth taken out, which – Ooh, know, as yeah, an adult. Yeah. As an adult, I had to have my wisdom teeth taken oh, out. This boy. is back in 2015. Yeah, it was like December of 2015. I had to have my, uh, my, my wisdom teeth taken out. So, you know, they put me under, like, and I'm not allowed to drive after that. So my, my mother-in-law uh, picked me up, and here I am fucking high as shit, right? Oh, because, you know, they put you down. And you, you've seen some videos of people fucking high after they're fucking uh, – Are you one of those videos? No, I'm not one of those videos. But I tell you, like, I got home, and I watched uh, Steven Spielberg's Lincoln – you know, okay. you know, you know, it's a long ass fucking movie about uh, with, with Daniel Day-Lewis playing Lincoln. And I'm just like my mother-in-law's there and I'm just raving. I'm like, this is the greatest fucking movie ever. Oh, my God. This is this is. This, oh, this is so amazing. This like I'm just fucking going off on how great this movie is. And I don't actually know if it's that fucking good or not. Like, I really like, love it. I just fucking loved it. Um, so just a funny story about you know, me after that. But but the, the true story, the best adult story about me having like surgery and stuff like that is um, uh, I woke up uh, one one New Year's morning with this fucking like just awful pain. And it, it oh. felt like someone took a sword and jabbed it through my back into my chest. And I'm just like, something ain't right. Something ain't right. So I went to yeah. like a, a emergency medical uh, place and they're like, you got to get to hospital like like immediately. I'm like, oh fuck! So you know, I drive. I drive back uh, home first, and I tell my <laughs> wife, I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm gonna drive to the hospital now. And now, prefacing this story, that my mm. my wife is nine months fucking pregnant at the time. She could fucking pop any day now, right? So I'm off the I'm onto the hospital. Oh no! And so um, I, I I get to the hospital, and and the you know the doctor meets me. He's like, hey, I, I got to bring in a surgeon to to check something out. Do all the scans and yada yada yada. Surgeon comes in and is like, "Yeah, we we have to get you into surgery immediately. Um, your gallbladder's about to burst." Oh God! So, so I'm like, "Oh, uh, okay." So, why did anyone tell you this before? I go like, into, like, like, like you. Oh my God! Okay, I go into emergency surgery and uh, you know gets put under blah 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 and. Doctor, the surgeon comes in and says, "Hey, everything was great. Yeah, you know, they didn't burst. Blah blah blah." So, however, like I had to cut the incision much longer than I normally have to do because that fucking thing was huge. I had to fucking get that gallbladder out of you. It really was any second now about to burst. So okay. I'm in the I'm in the hospital. This is uh you know uh, now January second, uh, which is my first daughter's birthday. You know my my first daughter's January second. So uh, my daughter comes in and and my wife comes in. They visit me on January second. I feel terrible that I'm missing my daughter's birthday, but she's cool, you know, whatever. And so, you know, I see them and I was like, all right, good night. I'm, I'm, I'm going to fucking hit the morphine drip and drip and go to bed. A mm-hmm. um, couple hours later, uh, my wife texts me. She goes into labor. <laughs> oh, my God. So did you sleep through the, the, the next the uh, next birth? No, no. So here you go. Oh, goodness. I, I get this adrenaline rush like, oh, shit, I can't miss the fucking birth of my kids. So, like, I get up and I'm like, I, I'm. I'm like fucking staggering to the fucking nurses station. And then the, the Mad Max charm comes and listen, you people that listen to the show might think not think that I'm a charming guy, but I can kick on the charm. I can really fucking lay on the charm sometimes. And so I'm charming these nurses and just saying, Hey, listen, my wife's wife's coming to to this hospital. She's about to go into labor. 
and they're ah! and they're all excited for me and stuff like that. They unhook my fucking. It's like, but you gotta take a wheelchair down. I'm like, I'm cool. I'll take a wheelchair down. And so I take the wheelchair down, uh, the elevator, and and yeah, yeah, yeah. So then it's oh like I'm I'm in there, and yeah, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm there for the birth of my second kid, and I'm supporting my wife, and you know, I'm just fucking out of it as fuck, and I'm in pain, and it's terrible. And so, uh, you know, wife gives birth, and I was like, oh, great. Now I gotta go back upstairs. So I. Don't take the wheelchair this time. I fuck it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm showing that I'm a man and I'm fucking like walking and I get into the elevator. I almost fucking fall down in that. Guy's oh my God. <laughs> I was, I was going to say, did you shoot your pants in that I elevator? Like, because like, that's like, like, I like almost fucking fell down. And so the elevator gets to my floor and I, I, you know, I have to get back up and I'm like, you know, wave to the nurses and I, I get back into uh, my bed and I just buzz them and I'm like morphine. And now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, anyway, I didn't get to enjoy post-surgery, like watching anything because I had to get back home and like watch my other kid because, you know, right. like I have, I have, you know, at the time she was yeah, four, yeah. she just turned four. So I had to, so I had to take care of her. So I didn't, I had no time to, you know, no time to recover whatsoever. I was just like, you know, and I remember like sleeping on this fucking air mattress in my daughter's room and I'm just so uncomfortable with this fucking surgery I just had. And I'm sleeping on this goddamn air mattress. And at one point, the air mattress just gets this giant fucking bubble in it and like oh, rolls no. me off the fucking air mattress. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, my God, my stitches. You know? Oh, God, <laughs> I think I'm going to fucking mm. die. So uh, but yeah, I mean, great story, because I, I would say it's like, you know, like I, I you know, to my to my, uh, my 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 second daughter, I always tell her, "It's like, listen, I was I was in the hospital the day you were yeah. born. It was crazy. I, of, of course, yeah. I was there. Yeah, of course, I, I, I was there. I, I, I traded a gallbladder, came home with a baby. Fair trade, right? There you go. Yeah. That's a, that's a very fair trade. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds healthy. Well, you know, Simpsons is a very easy thing to put on and watch, obviously, because you can just keep watching them over and over and over. That was that was a reason why we was we we've been enjoying watching that, but I've also been trying. Uh, to get the sax kid into the DC films a little bit, just because I I didn't really get as deep into those, and I I, I know you're our DC guy, right? No, no, you don't like any of the comics. No, I do. I I like the I like DC comics, but the films are, are you know, it's, I mean, there's oh, well. some good films, and there's others that are absolute shit. Well, exactly. We needed to go to bed last night, so we put on Aquaman, and it was a nice slumber. Nice way to go to sleep. Yeah. Nice, very good way to go to sleep. And they're making a second one of those. So and they're right. making a second one. And there's and I I don't know. Are there going to be any mattress poop scenes? Probably. Are we going to get maybe? Probably. Probably. Maybe. Just yeah. I. Yeah. Okay. I don't know well, if they digitally edited her out of the movie or not. That was that was one of the things I was gonna. I was kind of wondering. I was kind of wondering if we were gonna get Amber Heard like actually like taken out, or if I, I feel like there was some news article recently about that. We'll we'll have to do some research, Mad Max. Maybe there's. Um, I, I know one of the uh, uh, less discerning books that used to be a sponsor of the podcast used to offer very strange odds on things that uh, maybe we could gamble on involving this movie. So perhaps we should take a look there and see if they got anything. Well, let's get to some actual sports gambling here today, Mad Max. But before we do that, let's a quick recap kind of what we saw yesterday. A uh, couple interesting, one interesting game, I guess, right? Yeah, I listen. The, the Jacks KC got interesting. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, of course, got injured, rolled his ankle, and and they basically took him out of the game. He did not want to mm-hmm. come out of the game, but they said, "Listen, oh, we got to no. get this fucking thing taped up. If if you plan to come out here, we got to get this thing taped up properly because we don't want this thing to break." Oh, yeah. So, uh, love him came... cuss. Love seeing him cuss on the sideline. Oh though. yeah, yeah, and yeah. And be like, and be like so vehemently like, "Bring me in, put me in, coach." You know. <sighs> 
But uh, former Jag, uh, Chad Henney, came in, held uh, you know held the fort down until Patrick Mahomes came out. Uh, they, they went up. They they controlled that game from start to fucking finish. The Jags, Jags really weren't in it. Uh, but Trevor Lawrence did not look great out there. He threw some bad plays on one interception in general. But, you know, it, like – they they they, they backdoor covered though, so I mean, well, Doug, know, Doug like, Peterson. That's that's Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson is good enough to scheme himself into some like tricky couple of points here and there. It seems like you know, especially on a huge spread. Mm-hmm. So I hit on that one. I bet I bet on that one. The second one, I I money line the Giants, and if you listen to the Friday show, I explained their paths to victory. This is an important thing to talk about how teams can win this game. Yeah. And I said, listen, the Giants got to get the ball first. They got to eat the fucking ton of the clock. If they if if Philadelphia gets the ball first and they score. And if they go down 14, the Giants are fucked. Well, guess what happened? Philadelphia yeah. got the ball. They scored. Philadelphia scored again. They went. The Giants went down 14, nothing, and they were they were fucked after that. So, um, Arch would like to say that you know the Giants finally met a real football team. Sorry, Maxie. Apologies to the fucking Vikings. And and, and uh, he said Kansas City thankfully didn't play a real football team. So I don't know if we've got real football teams all playing today, uh, but some two two great matchups that are going to be fun to fucking dissect. I will say this: typically speaking, at least one underdog comes out of the divisional round. That's usually the fucking case. Right now, we've mm-hmm. seen some weird things this playoffs because typically speaking, a team does not win three times in the same season. We've seen that twice. San Francisco beat Seattle three times, and now uh, the the Eagles have beaten the Giants three times. So that usually doesn't happen. I think that's only six time in history since it's happened. Um, so typically, though, a divisional uh, you know uh, underdog will fucking get out of this round. So just something to keep an eye out as we're betting these two games later. Yeah, this is uh, this this feels like a Sunday that has a little bit more intrigue, at least than yesterday. And I feel like last year we got more underdogs kind of showing up on the Sunday in the divisional round than we did in the Saturday. Because you get the you get the real heavy favorites playing in the Saturdays who had a bye week the previous week, right? So technically, yeah. So 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 the the teams that play on that day are a little bit more uh, rested. It's a little bit more okay. You got the uh, the juggernaut kind of coming in and showing what they do. Um, I, very, I, I'm definitely looking forward to these games today. Anything you want to recap else, or shall we just go straight into talking about uh, or, or hit, hit, hit up these games? No, I think we should go right into the games. I think, you Let's know, do it uh, to it. I mean, for, for me, you know, uh, I'm not catching you this year, by the way, I ran, I did run wow. the numbers uh, that that ain't going to fucking happen, but I still have an opportunity to get into the black, which is now my second goal. Yeah. There we go. And how close are we to that? Uh, pretty close i think i think if i win today like my two games i'm betting on today then i think i'm like only you know 30 40 dollars short of the black there there we go well we'll talk a little bit more in depth about those games you want to recap what what, where where uh we are you and me in max bet right now or is that sure Uh, yeah okay listen you went two and one last week that netted you another 40 91 that 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 puts you that puts you oh i went four and two last week so oh well let's not talk about that okay okay one second one second you went two and one so that puts you up 40 91 on the on the week 43 and 33 on the season up 338 42 so barring i don't think unless you're doing something stupid and been a hundred dollar fucking games i think i think you're going to be in the black to just you know slow play it maxi don't fucking do anything dumb (laughs) I'm not going to do anything dumb, Mad Max, but I am going to do – well, you, never mind. I am going to do some dumb no, shit today. I'm gonna, I'm, I, I am absolutely doing some dumb shit today, but it's I have good reason to do it, okay? All right. So I went 4-2 and two last week, up 123.91. So that puts me down 185.18 on the season. However, I'm 1-1 one one on, on this week so far. 
51-51-5 and five on the season. So, I mean, yeah, I'm in striking distance. I, I think, you know, if I win the, my two games today, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much right there. Exactly. In. Exactly. Mad Max, this is this is the thing. The NFL, it's a slog. It's a it's it is quite a slog uh, gambling against in the NFL, because it definitely feels like you are. We are gambling against some of the more tight things. So some lines that are really sharp and Vegas entices you. They 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 they, they call us in with like this delicious looking 290 on the Giants mm-hmm. and things like that. And you think, oh, this is this is it. three times in a row. Come on. This, this is this is reasonable. And then they just take your money and walk away. <laughs> God damn it. OK, well, Mad Max, before we actually break down today's games that we have this Sunday, quick I'm going to chat about the book club. The book club, it is a place where us gentlemen can get together and discuss sports betting, spicy memes, foods, and more. We've got actually a new member who joined us, uh, joined our ranks yesterday. Ryan X. Brown uh, joined us yesterday. Welcome to the crew. Uh, It must have been after Mad Max. You sagely predicted that the Giants would be out of it if they got down by two touchdowns in the first quarter. And goodness, were you right? Holy cow. Uh, But all you have to do to join us here is head to the DGEN. The DGENs, oh my God, dot net, uh, or everyonehateswens.com. Uh, and you can get three for free. That's right. Three free days. Check out what the book club is all about. Then after that, it's just 25 bucks a month. Speaking of months, next month, February 5th, we get the first NASCAR Sunday of the season. Ooh, you know wow. what that really means in the book club? Yeah. It's, it's Sportsline Phil and Speedway Steve's sage NASCAR gambling wisdom that we love so dearly and that nets us hundreds of units. It's, it's a hand over fist on a yearly basis. Give it. Come on. They always they always have one of those like, you know, 80 to one winners that they hit on at some point in time during the year. And we're all feeling like the most smart person in the room. Thank you to them. Uh, There's no better time for y'all to head on over and book it to the book club. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right. DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, Anywhere, use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% 
And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. All righty, Mad Max, before we get into today's picks, it looks like there has been a, a hair of line movement uh, between when you guys bet on the games on Friday and what I'm seeing right now. Is that right? I don't know. What, what are you seeing? Yeah, what, What's the change? Well, I am seeing some sixes uh, for the Bengals. Mm, like I did it, see that. Yeah, I think I think that um, uh, when when the out of bounds guys were talking about the games, it, it went to six as well. Yeah, we had exactly. five and a half. Yeah. Well, but it, and it looks like it's it may only be doing that at some of the books that Phil, our, our good buddy Sportsline Phil is banned at. Ah, so, okay, so he can't he can't so, actually bet so on Sportsline. So if Sportsline Phil wants to get in on the plus six, uh, he's gonna he's gonna have to use a proxy. But <laughs> um, but uh, right now it looks like uh, at BetMGM that's the where the six line is. Everywhere else it's five and a half, pretty much across mm. the board right here in Bengals Bills. Um, and then I'm actually seeing also same play, same same funky book that Phil can't bet at. Uh, it looks like the Cowboys are getting plus four now. Wow. Okay. So yeah, definitely little, some line movement here. Little, um, little yeah. move, a little bit of value. This is why we do a Sunday show, Mad Max. Because day yeah. of, you get a little bit of value here. So I know you've already placed your bets. You've already kind of put your flag in the ground a little bit. I'm, I'm guessing these moves are not too much enough to sway you in any direction. Uh, any? No, further, no not right? really. Not really. I mean, you know, with with me, I I had Buffalo winning and covering here. Um, you know, I have them winning by seven. So at six, I still have it. Um, it's it, when, when I talked about this show on Friday, though, yep. it just it, it freaked me out that I had Buffalo winning this game by seven because perception wise, like going into it, like I really thought it's like, man, I think this is going to be a close game. I think Cincinnati's going to you know possibly even win this one. That was my, per, you know, that was basically what my gut was telling me. And when I ran my numbers, I'm like, fuck, this is, uh, you know, the home field, the home like it just, you know, that that changed things for me in a bit. And, and so really the paths to victory and that's something i've been saying a lot lately Mm -hmm. it just seems like there's more now for buffalo than i predicted with cincinnati the offensive line issues are concerning for me for for the Bengals. uh they got to the super bowl last year despite the uh the offensive line i get that Mm -hmm. but man i you just got a feeling that this buffalo defense is just kind of laying in the fucking weeds and waiting to fucking just come out and pounce and this could be the week that they fucking really make joe burrow's you know day a nightmare yeah, I absolutely see that. Um, and y'all had talked about this on the Friday show as well. You know, th- there is a little bit of billboard material here for Cincinnati out there between the tickets already being sold for the neutral site game. Um, and this probably it itself deserving to be a neutral site game because of the outcome of the earlier game this year. I mean, I think that there's a little bit of that going on for the Bengals. Um, but with all that said, um, seeing this line at six, I, I know you ran your numbers, Mad Max, and you like those bills. With the old lineman out for the Bengals, I still, I still like the bills to win today. However... Joe Burrow has shown that you can put together some playoff magic and keep it within those six. So I've got a full unit on the Bengals plus a six, but I'm also putting together some primetime parlays today. So I like the Bengals plus 11 and a half and then over 43 and a half. That's plus 115 odds on DraftKings right now. All right. Listen, um, I, I see I see Bengals getting down, you know, in the first half and then needing mm. to come back, storming back a little bit, keeping it within two touchdowns, keeping it within 10 points, basically. And, you know, for that reason, uh, hitting the over. Well, I, you feel comfortable being on the same side as Panther in this one, right? 
I know, I know what that's. I know what that says, Mad Max. I, I, I know, I know. I, I, <laughs> you can I read know. between those lines of I'm what reading, I'm saying here. You're I, I, I know, one, I, yeah. I, I know, I know re- a little bit, and also, uh, but he, you know, his homerism. So sometimes it's it, it causes blindness. Sometimes it causes clarity here. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, uh, his with his second favorite team in yeah. the AFC, <laughs> or maybe I don't know, with one and a half favorite team. Uh, I don't know. So, so the funny thing too is, I mentioned like one of the underdogs should be should be winning today if history right. tells a story, and I think everyone's going to circle this game as the potential underdog with the Bengals. I think I'm shifting to the next game where I can mm. see I can possibly now see an upset. Oh, really? Maybe. Well, yeah. well, we we can get to that. Do you have uh, how? What do you think about the um, the parlay there about the over forty three and a half? I mean, I and and kind yeah, of yeah, the, yeah, path, yeah, the path the yeah, path the path to that bet victory yes, because yes, to yes. me I see you know I can see Bengals backdooring their way to cover that six or oh, you know yeah. getting in close enough at least to the eleven and a half um the, the just I over think, a touchdown think, number. Yeah, I think you got a good chance at that one. I, yeah. See, this is this, and this is one of those things that I was kind of alluding to with the primetime parlay, or the idea kind of behind it is the idea that lines get closer um, when Vegas is better. You know, as as the as the season progresses, Vegas gets tighter on these, and in primetime games, it feels like they can be so dead on on both you know total and a uh, uh, um, you know a side a spread. So with that in mind. You know, there's ways to kind of hedge them being so close, mm-hmm, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so that's my way of doing it, at least. And I'm going to be doing that again. So I'm putting a half unit on the the parlor. I'm doing another one here in the Cowboys uh, at the Niners. Um, what what are the themes coming out of this game for you, Mad Max, between uh, the Cowboys and Niners? Because I think that there's a lot of storylines coming into this, both, you know, obviously Dallas, it's a team that is constantly spoke about. And then the 49ers. Uh, making it here with their third string quarterback. There's kind of a lot of uh, a lot of gravitas in this game, especially with it being the last game of the weekend. Yeah, listen, uh, and so of course I was on the Niners. I bet the Niners uh, minus the three and a half on Friday, and as this game is soaked in a little bit, I, I started to realize, like, man, I think the Niners could be a little bit vulnerable in this one. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, you know, we keep waiting. We keep waiting for the fucking day for Brock Purdy to make some mistakes and, and it's inevitably going to happen. Tell me, tell me one single rookie quarterback that was perfect in their fucking first season. You know, it's, yeah. it doesn't happen, man. Yeah. So I, I worry that if, if Dallas's if defense can do enough just to frustrate him and maybe, maybe get a, a interception or a fumble or something like that, it's going to put Dallas in position to possibly win this one. And now I'm looking at what the public and the money are doing mm. public. You could imagine, on the 49ers, public betting the 49ers. Overwhelming amount of money, though, hitting the Cowboys. Uh oh. Which makes me. It's like, Mattress Mac. I mean, it could be. Listen, it could be. It could just be the Mattress Mac uh, moving everything. So you, you're absolutely right. It could just be that. Uh, it does $1, look $2 like though. Match. It does look like the sharps though are on on Dallas, and and that does make me a little concerned. Now it's it's now they're on the spread. It's not like they're on the money line. So, right. Um. You know, however, the majority of the money is also on the Cowboys money line as well. Like, I mean, like I'm talking only sing- single digit money on the, the, the 49ers money line. Really? And and you'd be surprised by that because minus 190 ain't that bad to bet the fucking 49ers at. To no. Win this game. So, no, that's not bad at all. A, <laughs> at a, home. a lot of signs, a lot of signs here saying, man, that could be the upset of the week. And Ooh. think about the storyline there. 
you finally get Dallas and Philadelphia exactly. both healthy for the fucking NFC championship game. Talk about a ratings goddamn monster there, Jeez. right? So the NFL uh, officials, let's keep an eye on them. Let's keep an eye on, on some of those favorable home calls that should be happening. Uh, may, maybe they go the uh, the uh, road team's way. Yeah, I mean, geez, and all uh, NFC East has gone from uh, from from least to best here uh, in the NFL with you know having um, the Eagles have to basically just play their division to get, make it to the Super Bowl. That would be insane, mm-hmm. wouldn't it? Because mm-hmm. they they would only be playing other <laughs> known quantities. That that would I, I I can't imagine that's ever happened in the past. And, and if you ask uh, Ron Rivera, uh, the the Red Commanders still have a chance to make the playoffs. <laughs> Oh, my God. It's a double elimination tournament. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Okay, well, here, here, here's my breakdown looking at this game. To me, this feels like we will see the true Cowboys after this matchup. And uh, I, I know we've got a lot of Cowboy fans in the book club. And I think after this game, there will be little less, a little bit less arguments about uh, if Dak is, you know, their quarterback and a good quarterback or not. Um you know, to me, the 49ers are a team that is just hyper well coached. They don't make su- uh, like a ton of mistakes and their defense um, can bail them out of the mistakes that they do make. Um, feels like that being said, though, if Dallas does play a somewhat clean game and McCarthy doesn't do anything fireable, then Dallas can keep it within the four points and should make this competitive. Uh, we've been waiting all year, like you alluded to, for Brock Purdy to turn into a pumpkin, but he simply hasn't. Is this is this the game when the stage gets bigger? Is this? You know, the time when that happens, I don't know. I, I, I don't think any of us know. I, I you know, I, bro, I, I'm trying to remember Brock Purdy's college career, but what did he not bounce around the Big Ten a lot no, and play? He, in, he, he played he played four years in Iowa same, same college. Yeah, same college. He played four years. His uh, after his second year, he dropped off uh, his junior year. He had, he had some down down numbers like if he would have came out after his sophomore year, he probably would have been a you know third round pick or something like that. Uh, finished his career a little bit better in his fourth year, but I mean, this, this guy is a four-year college player. He actually played quarterback. He wasn't a running back yeah. fucking quarterback in, in college. He actually yeah. played the fucking position of quarterback as we know it. Right. So he, he comes into this as a pretty well-seasoned, like a, a, an experienced quarterback, which I think translates into a very experienced game manager type of guy, mm-hmm. which is what they've asked of him, right? right. They, they, you know, and, and he's produced – just as much as Jimmy G does without the boneheaded mistakes. So that's why they like Brock Purdy there. Yeah, well, and it makes sense. It, I mean, honestly, he he seems like the uh the, the actually a better a better option at quarterback and and a better Jimmy Garoppolo than Jimmy Garoppolo and uh a, a bit safer than Trey Lance, who I I think we all agree uh they may they may want to cut bait on Trey Lance and just see, keep what they I, have I, in Purdy, right? I have a feeling about this. Oh, is that they're, they're not they're not going to? They're just gonna they're gonna blindly continue to keep the thing that is the unknown quantity and yeah, play yeah. it hear, over hear, yes. the hear person who has gotten hear, them all those wins. Hear me out. Jimmy G is gonna leave, of course. I think this is the Jimmy G's last year because now they have the Jimmy G and Brock Purdy. I guess they're not right, gonna yeah. they're not gonna start Trey Lance. But if you look at the direction of this league and where the quarterbacks are, Trey Lance fits that model better than Brock Purdy does of the future of this league. I don't think what they traded for Trey Lance, they traded up to get this guy. I don't think that they can cut bait with him. I think they keep him as the second guy. 
uh, get him some some second you know second team reps, and the moment that Brock Purdy starts to decline, uh, they're going to put Trey Lance in there because he represents the future of the NFL quarterback, not Brock Purdy. I can see that. You know, I I, I can see them keeping both uh, Purdy and um, Trey Lance. It's not going to cost like... you much. Not going to cost you much. Both on rookie fucking deals. It's I not know. Gonna, you know, you can build around both these guys as stacked as they are. Not having to pay your quarterback is like the greatest fucking blessing yeah. any team can have. How ridiculous would it be though if they just kept you Jimmy G and Brock Purdy, and then they, you know, got some value out of Trey Lance right here because he's basically like what a first round. I mean, they're probably not going to get first round pick prices for it, but they they could they could get the return of investment. They they traded up for him. They traded capital to get this guy. They're not going to get that capital back. I don't think they're going to trade him unless he fucking shows that he's tradable and and team overpays for him. I don't see a team overpaying for him. This 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 draft has a lot of quarterbacks to draft. Teams aren't going to trade for a quarterback unless it's like Aaron Rodgers. Right? Yeah, this is true. Big name brand quantities. I, I I understand that. I see that. Okay. Well, getting back to this game and my bets here for what I got today. Honestly, I am I'm hopping on Dallas plus those four points with a full unit. I I like Dallas. I think that they can actually keep it within the three points. Uh, maybe maybe I am you know with the money. Uh oh. Uh, we'll, we'll see what that means. But then I, with my primetime parlay here again, I am doing Dallas plus 10 and a half and then over 41 and a half. I'm getting that at even money. That's at uh, a book that Phil can't bet at again, bet MGM. Yeah, I, I like that. I, you know, I, again, I've already fucking booked my ticket in, into the, the Niners and I think this is the one that's going to make me sick, right? You know, Uh-oh. Arch always says, uh, make a bet that makes you sick. And, and I'm feeling sick about this one already. And I'm kind of, listen, I'm kind of rooting for the, uh, for, for Dallas to win. I really, I really hope they have an interesting uh, game. I just, I want that NFC championship to be the, the Cal Cowboys and Eagles. I, I, it has to be, it fucking has to be that fucking game. Yeah. You know? It really, you know what? You're kind of, you're kind of totally right that that's like a massive ratings boost, and that the NFL would, if if they had their druthers, that would be the outcome of this, you know, this weekend. You're you're kind of dead on there. So you know, cue the X Files music. I think this is yeah. like this is definitely this is definitely I'm definitely keeping my eye on the uh, the the coin flip calls out there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> All righty. Well, Mad Max is. Is there anything else you want to chat on today? Anything else you like? No, that's it. All righty. Well, DJs, that's all we've got for you this morning. So buy a shirt after Degeneracy.com. You can follow us on the podcast on Twitter at BettingAbsolute. But you all know, when it's all said and done, let's make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.